0: Um, to first of all, just to welcome everybody It's uh, really Rabbi Bacon's program But um, Rabbi Bacon and I have Like a long uh, uh, You know, long-standing Understanding, and that is that Whenever he asks me to do anything You know, I automatically say yes Very uh, nice. I don't have the ability To say no to Rabbi Bacon But then when he told me that Rabbi Willing Was participating as well You know, then call came, call shakane always really very special to, um, you know, to speak in tandem with Rabbi Willick. Um, the topic, as I understand it, is um, about the relationship between um, individuality or, or individualism and some of the Gilgulim. I think Rabbi Bacon said, spoke to me about rugged individualism, it's a little bit different, <laughs> and the relationship between, um, you know, that component and uh, being part of a tzibor, um, you know, not uh, a following you know uh, mindlessly like sheep, but uh, benefiting and capitalizing, you know, from the framework of the rabbim and of a tzibor. So, just um, what I thought I would do just for a few minutes is just provide a little bit of, I guess, context about both of these elements, and, uh, and then we'll turn over to and I think if there's time afterwards, we're both happy to uh, both happy to answer any questions. So um, the greatest moment in human history—that um, sounds like a very big statement—is um, the moment of Gilu Ishina. and right in the beginning of the Torah, where Bereshis Barolokim Olamim, Torah LaTorah uh and Yom Hashishi. Chazal says a reference to Maimed Sinai. Gilu Yishchina if not for that day the world uh, you know wouldn't have been created or would have been returned to a state of chaos Tohu Havohu so um, it's generally acknowledged in, in Jewish thinking that Maimed Har Sinai is the greatest you know spectacle and you know the most important day uh, the linchpin day you can say of, of the world and of course the Tochen of the Gilu which is the Asar Debros. Um, and according to uh, you know, certain Midrashim and this is the view of Rapsadjigon and Ramban which is that the Tariyad Mitzvos themselves kind of um, flow from, um, from mm-hmm. the Aseris dibros. Mm-hmm. but the dibros um in their own right obviously represent a special genre of, of Torah uh, the Gemara says in Brachos on commenting on uh, the Pasuk in Shabbat uh, in Luchos HaEben, Atorah HaMitzvahs HaSharkasavti, you know, that, uh, that uh, there's a special genre of, in addition to Mikra and all the other things, Mishnah and Nevi'im and Ksuvim, etc. But Aseris HaDibros has a status um, in its own right. And therefore, uh, the way in which Aseris HaDibros were presented to Klal Yisrael is uh, surely um, paradigmatic. And um, it's been noted by all the Mepharshim, Anokhya Hashem al-okecha, of course, the first of the asar HaSadibros and the most important one, the Ikar. Uh, that's why we say somebody who, is, uh, who denies it is a Kofor ikar, Anokhya Hashem Elokecha, Asher Hotzei sicha Yarns Mitzrayim, um, is written B'Lashon yachin, And um, um, that is considered to be you know, very crucial. Every individual member of Kal Yisrael was addressed at the moment of Gilu Yishina even though, and this is the, you know, uh, the dialectic that characterizes this whole relationship, um Eres HaDibros, Maimahar Sinai, is about Hayom Hazen, the So Kal became a nation, but every individual was addressed, a And the Marshal, in his... Uh, Hakdama Tiyam Shlomo in uh, Babakama and other places. Some of the Hakdamos are, are the same. Some of them are a little different. But in a bunch of them, he has a, uh, a very um, insightful comment where he suggests that um, every member of Klal Yisrael that was present to hear Anokhi Hashem and the rest of Yasar Sadibros heard it just a little bit differently according to their own personality. Not radically differently, um, that would have been a huge uh, problem. Uh, the content was the same, and kula minroa echad nitnu. You know, as we'll discuss in just a minute, but that each you know person you know filtered what he heard or processed what he heard according to the um, special gifts um, that the Rebbe Sholom had provided him in his own personality. And um, as such, says the Marshal. Uh, like that's the source, he says, of the principle of elu the idea that there could be, you know, different views. Again, not radically different views, but you know, nuances, subtleties. You know, the Aruch Hashulchan and his hakdama uh, to Choshen Mishpat says that elu is like a my language, but this is his idea, like a symphony, but not like a cacophony. Meaning, you know, you have different instruments and they're all playing the same tune, or maybe there's a little bit of um, I guess harmony. I see you know, authority, Charlie Willig, on the <laughs> on many things, but it's certainly also on the musical side. But um, you know, so there, you know, you can have different, you know, you can have uh, complementary, you know, musical um, accompaniment, but that's different than a cacophony, you know, where they're playing different, you know, songs and the you know notes uh, don't you know have the potential to harmonize. So the Yomshel Shlomo basically says that Maimed Sinai, in which all of Kal was present, and that became Hayomazeni Eisad That's the recreation of, of you know, Tamatora Torah Shel or Tzibor, of Hakel. You know, Eisad Sheyeishno, Pove That's the Makar for, you know, the ability of Kal to, you know, perpetuate its connection to Maimed and and to Torah, you know every single generation and the commitment of what otherwise would be Davar shalom baliolim esh shariyesh no po That's all part of the the concept of the tzibor and the the chaptacha that we find in the Torah, which is very critical and very important for the upcoming holiday of Chanukah. You know shalom tishtakach Torah miYisrael. All this is about the collectivity uh, of Klal Yisrael, but at the same time, you know it's asher hotzei sicha. And it's about, um, you know, each member of Kal Yisrael kind of having an ear, you know, um, to process things in a little bit of a different way, and therefore a voice also in contributing, you know, to um, to Torah itself. And that, that's what Eil Be'el Kim is. It's within the very narrow and subtle differences, but those uh, differences... Um, are are significant again, you know. Any whatever you're learning right now, we're learning uh, Masachad Gittin in the yeshiva. But any lima that you learn, and you know what we do in in the or the Habayas of the Rambam and the Ravid, or the Balamor and the Ramban, is you know the the, the impassioned um, discussions and the analysis of them is all about uh, Machlokes and the different perspectives of individual chachmei Hamasorah. Um, but it's all about interpreting the same sources and, you know, with, with, with whatever, you know, we, we try to accentuate methodological differences, and that's important. Different drachim, you know, different assumptions, um, but, you know, far more common, you know, than, than, than what is different and what differentiates. Just that, uh, And all of this comes from Anoche Hashem Elokecha, and the amsha HaShalom HaAra, um, in combination with Hayomazen Yeh Salaam, we talk about Chidushim, you know, in Omer Davar B'Sheim Amro, maybe Geulaliolem, which implies like individual credit. And we also say that, you know, in the Chadesh, Namar Lamoshe Misinai. And in our and that's unique, and there's no culture, no, you know, intellectual orientation. No, um, you know, religious um, perspective that, that's comparable to it in the whole history of mankind. And again, we're on the cusp of of Hanukkah and you know, the idea of Chokmas Hagoyim and Chokmas yvanim. Um But what's unique about Chokmas Torah is precisely, um, you know, this idea that there is this dialectic between, you know, what binds every single member of Klal Yisrael to each other. L'dor um, Doros and at the same time, the idea that every individual has a kinyan, a Torah, and has a say, and you know that becomes when it's pursued in the right way, according to the right methodology, you know, not as a cacophony, but as a symphony. Um, and according, to even then, you know, trying to figure out uh, the best way to proceed, that all that becomes part of the mizar. We have, you know, the beginning of the Torah is Berachus, which is the story of, you know, uh, the giants you know, uh, the original Chachmei HaMasorah and it's a story of, you know, individuals, you know, Sefer um, HaYashar, you know, and it's Maisa, Abos, Sim, and The impact is on all of Klal Yisrael, but the origin is the, the, you know, the development and the unique personalities and facets of, uh, of individuals, you know, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and then going on from there. Um, it's very fascinating. If you look in, you know, Parshas Vayigash and a little bit in Vayichi, so you have like a list of, um, you know, um, the population, if you will, of Klal uh, Yisrael at that time, Yaakov Adonav, basically, you know, who were Bo Mitzrayimah, who went to Mitzrayim. And then if you look at the very beginning of, you know, say, for Shmos and Parshas Shmos, you know, it starts with that, Il Shmos B'nei Yisrael Bo Yitzrayimah, you know, Bahu. and then you have exactly the same list. The Psukim are not identical, um, they're subtly different, but they're again, you know, ninety percent um, overlap. And the question is, it's you know, we just read, you know, Baigash and So um, you know, Torah's Megillah Magilla and Torres Kasuma not. It's also part of this story. But it's not like you could forget, you know, who those people were they're all unforgettable people, too. So the need to repeat the, you know, the names practically, the identical list, is uh, is surprising. Um, but it always occurred to me that, you know, there's the list in the end of Boratius, you know, which is uh, part of the unfolding of, you know, the beginnings of Jewish history, which is uh, the contributions of, of great individuals who have to be initially individuals. And then, of course, uh, as Mefarshim point out, including the Ramban, you know, Sefer Shamos is, um, you know, the Sefer Geula. It's a Sefer the beginning of Klal Yisrael. It's when you know a nation begins to be forged. So basically, those individuals, you know, um, uh, operate are two dinim, if you will. There's the individuals as individuals, and then there's the individuals as the, you know, emerging, you know, coalescing of uh, the fledgling. Um, of Klau Yisrael. So on the one hand, you know, it's Asher Hotzei Sikha the Eretz Mitzrayim. On the other hand, it's, you know, Ayom Hazem the Salaam. It's Elo Veilu Diver Likim But, you know, Mishpat Echad Yelachem, The goal that all of Klau Yisrael uniformly, you know, should be, you know, doing the same thing. Um, and the, you know, severe uh, indictment of the Zaken Mamre as a personality you know, it's a very interesting phenomenon, um, you know, and I think a very misunderstood phenomenon. Sometimes the Zaki Mamre, you know, is portrayed as kind of a, you know, a tragic, you know, hero, you know, somebody whose uh, conscience, you know, doesn't allow him, you know, to acquiesce, um, you know, but that's not how Chazal, you know, perceived him at all. Um, Zaki Mamre is somebody who's Roy lahorah, and therefore who has you know both a deep understanding and and also has signed on you know and therefore has also a commitment and a responsibility you know to um, to the goal of nishpat echad of there being like a single uh, all things being equal ideally when you have you know the the mechanisms to produce it like bezna godall you know and so on um that that's part of you know the system that the zakin Mamre is in and he has every right you know to advocate, you know, his his view, you know, which he considers to be MS, you know, and he can say, you know, like the Rift, you know, sometimes says, or the Rishonim on the Rift, you know, you know, that, you know, you know, Torah, he, and therefore, Kavod, you know, Shammai, and Mani, he can give as many shiurim as he wants, and he can, you know, Lobby among his colleagues as much as he wants, and uh, the, the individual view that he has might even attain the status of Chetzer Shol Torah you know, and the Shiorim are, are Shiorim that, you know, shouldn't be heard without a birchasat Torah, let assuming uh, but at the end of the day, it's the same dialectic, it's the idea of one hand, the, the role and the contributions, the indispensable individuality of, uh, of Yechidim but at the same time, you know, the idea of creating a, a nation and part of that is mishpat echad y'elachem, and therefore there's a certain hypocrisy bordering on, or maybe even crossing the line of evil. You know, the Zakin Mamre is punished very severely, not just as a tragic, you know, you know alas, you know, um, you know he's sacrificed for, for the greater good. It's that, you know, his, his offense is an egregious one, because you know he has to understand this distinction this dialectic you know between being an individual and continuing even to push for what he considers to be a Mito on the one hand but at the same time you know um, taking seriously his responsibility as as a, you know part of the community of Morehora when the mechanisms exist you know ki pole mimqadar um you know the Kamta of the alisa to produce, you know, mishpat, uh, mishpat echad. So, you know, this is really a dialectic which we're familiar with. It's one which plays out in every great institution of, uh, of the halacha, um, whether it's, you know, Talmud Torah, there's something called, you know, Talmud Torah is a fundamentally, you know, individualistic, um, you know, kind of uh, enterprise and then birchas Torah is something that every individual makes, you know, um, before he engages in, um, you know, Limud Torah, and so on. But there's also um, Talmud Torah de Rabin, and then uh, you know, Kriya Torah, and um, sometimes the the rules are different. Sometimes Talmud Torah de Rabin, you know, is treated differently than you know Talmud Torah, you know, de yachet. you know, um, um kriya shema, which is Kabbalas Olmalchus Shemayim, but according to the Rambam, you know, Kriyat Shema and Bahayim Shema and Bayomer, but we'll stick to the first two for the moment. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as Chazal note, the overlap in Parsha Shema and Parsha Bahayim Shema you know, is uh, is considerable. But um, Shema is Balashon Yachid and Bahayim Shema is you know Belachon um, Rabbin, and you know the idea is that when it comes to Kabbalas Olmalchus Shemayim. You know that's something that every individual has to do. You, know, you can't do that through the tzibor, The tzibor can help. They can provide inspiration. They can be a framework. You know, but um, <coughs> in the end of the day, every individual, <laughs> has to be makabel. You know, the But um, when it comes to Kabbalah Sal mitzvos, which is you know v'ha'yim as the gemara explains in brachos, that's where mishpada chad yelachem. That's part of what binds and bonds, you know, Am Yisrael, you know, to uh, together. And um, you know, this is all part of of uh, Shema. Shmon Esrei is, is a Tevila balachash, and there's no Shemeh Ona in Kriya Shema or in Shmon Esrei or in Berkos according to the Yerushalmi. It's a very individualistic expression and the fact that it's balachash, you know, is uh, shows how Tzanuat is and how private it is. And the idea of Chidush B'Tevila you know, um how personal tefillah is. Um, at the same time the structure of tefillah, you know, even though it makes room for individual makashos and even khedosh, <coughs> is still um one which according to Chazal, at least, on the Rabbanan level at least, was objectified and structured, you know, to be common to all members of Kha Israel. And of course Tfila's not only tefillah Bitsibo, but the way thereof used to explain um you know the added element of a tefillah Um, You know, even 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 private tefillah, you know, has a, a public you know element and component. And even birchas hamazon, which is about you know the bracha daraisa, you know, and about hakoras Satov, about which the Yerushalmi says there's no shemekha on it because misha I mean it's highly highly personal. But when you do it it can take on and assume the proportions of a. Uh, Um, of a tzibor kind of a thing. So in every institution of Jewish law and more, um, I want to wrap up, you know, there is a yachid level and a tzibor level. And um, uh, the Rambam at the end of, you know, Piyush Mishnah Makos on Mishnah, you know, Ratz HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nezakos Yisraeli Fikach Torah Mitzvos, the Rambam has a terrific comment where he says um, that the reason that Rebui mitzvos is such as chos is because it also allows each individual member of Kalal to kind of find his voice, you know, in mitzvot. By which he means, and remember, Ramam wrote the code, so there's no question that every member of Kalal is obligated in Taryag mitzvot, and that's what the Yad HaZalka is all about. Um, but what he's writing is that, you know, there's something called, like, you know, spiritual specialization, you know, too. And, you know, the idea that every person... You know, has a nofech mitsvah, a particular mitzvah that he wants to, you know, uh, in addition to complying with the rest of it, but he wants to like specialize in or emphasize, make his mark. You know that that's an important um, principle. You know that's um, you know that's an important uh, idea as well. Our taryad mitzvos and chazal, you know, suggest that they're keneged, ramach barim and shasagidim. And, you know, um, a lot of the mufarshim noted over the years that no individual, you know, can accomplish all Tariyad Mitzvahs. So um, you can do that through Libra Torah, and you can do that by being part of a tzibor. But of course, it's a fascinating thing, because the whole idea of Ramach evarim and Chasa is like, you know, that's the homeostasis, you know, of a single, you know, organism. That the single organism should be dependent upon, you know, the um, being part of the zibor. You know, and different perspectives on kol yisrael de la You know what arbus really is, even in the lomdas of you know what it means to be a guarantor and arabe An arabe Arab is a lover, or an arabe is a, like an outside, you know, a guarantor. There's mixed evidence, and probably both are true. And uh, when we say kol yisrael areivim we're talking about you know the, the idea of being a member of Kalal Yisrael, you know, being a foundation or a framework to allow individuals <laughs> to fulfill their mitzvahs. So this, of course, is, a, as I say, what I'm trying to show, <laughs> is that it's a, you know, kind of a, an endemic um, dialectic in, in every aspect of Yadus. Certain institutions are more, you know, oriented and typically they have a, an individual element and then there are others that are more individual oriented and they have a tzibur element. That's not surprising either. That's part of the dialectic, but at the end of the day, um, every Jew has to cultivate, you know, his, his life as a member of the sibor and his uh, responsibilities and his, you know, to process and develop his life uh, as a yachid. And the yeshiva is a framework like all other frameworks, you know, which uh, has to be very attentive, and very sensitive to both of these elements as well, to provide on the one hand, you know, for the growth of individual talmidim. And at the same time, to do that by running programs and having frameworks and emphasizing, you know, uh, time in the base medrash and in shiurim, you know, that also cater to developing and cultivating, you know, more of a sense of, of being part of the seaboard. So I think that's, uh, that's the goal, and that's the challenge. So I'm going to turn things over to Art and
1: then... Thank you very much. Uh, Rabbi Bacon uh, asked me to participate in this important event. And from his uh, instructions, I understood that he was worried about individuals conforming blindly to certain uh, rules, mostly unwritten, without due consideration to their own personal productions, talents, which is a bad thing. And having agreed with Rabbi Bacon, I agreed to speak. Um, I do believe that uh, since Rabbi Rosenzweig ended about a yeshiva I think that in our yeshiva perhaps more than most others Mm -hmm. we find such a variety historically, different yeshivas have different perspectives the story is told that the altar of Slobodka, one of the uh, great mechanchim of uh, the past uh, century was upset with the altar of Kelum the two iconic figures in the world of Mussar, and his upset was that he, out of Slobodka, focused on the individual, and each individual was trained to do his own thing. Part of his Godless Adam uh, general perspective, he accused the Yeshiva Kellum of being, in his words, a stone you never heard that expression before but in stone according to the medrash they had provided with a bed if you were too short they'd try to stretch you out For too long they cut you off he was upset that in the yeshiva of Kelim as he understood it there was too much conformity too much conformity and not enough individuality I think that uh, in the world of yeshivas today that perhaps our yeshiva has the least conformity looking around the room, everybody's dressed differently. If you go to other places, what do they call it, black and white? Whatever they call it, you know, it's, it's, everyone dressed exactly the same. Everyone is exactly the same. It's all the same, the same, the same, the same, the same. And here, it's different, 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 different. So there, there is a, uh, a, not quite unique, but almost unique aspect to our yeshiva as opposed to others, which may relate to other differences, which we're not going to go into right now. But I do believe that there is this individuality built into the system. Nonetheless, Rabbi Bacon is still concerned, and I, as I said before, I agree with his concern, that within the individuality that we have in our yeshiva, Baruch Hashem, I think it's a good thing, there are those who are drawn to, with, even within our yeshiva, to a particular group with de rigueur to do certain things, whether they go to a certain she'er or to conduct yourself in a certain way, it's sort of expected if you're in that group. And that may not be the best thing for you. Perhaps you personally don't really belong in that particular group in everything that they're doing. You should go in a somewhat different direction. Rabbi Baker is concerned that excess conformity, even within our yeshiva, can lead, lead to negative results. And therefore he's asked me, as I understood from him, to express my full throated support for individuality as opposed to conformity when it's better for you as a person. Now you may not realize on your own that's better for you. Maybe you should consult with somebody, think about it some more. It should be a knee jerk curd mentality, which exists even within our yeshiva. Everyone from this place goes to that place and that place goes to this place. It shouldn't be that way. There should be more cross pollination, more diversity in terms of the, the goals and the methods to reach those goals within our group of wonderful Tamidim. That's how I understood my challenge to say what I just said. Now, I didn't quote any Chazals <laughs> really yet, but uh, <laughs> there are, just, just very brief, I want to leave some time for questions. There are a number of Chazals, I just want to very, very briefly. One is, of course, al tifrash Shminat Zibur. If there is a Zibur, a person shouldn't stick out like a sore thumb. You know, by the and they say, In Rome do as the Romans do. There's some truth to that. You know, not total truth, but there's some truth to that. And therefore, an individual who has a particular uh, custom, which stands out as being different from the entire tzibur to which he belongs, that's not healthy. In certain instances, it may actually be a violation of what Chazal losis go to do. It's called Agudos Agudos. With that particular uh, location, Location can be defined geographically or otherwise. Rotham might refer to as Mishpat Echadiel Lechem. There is a certain type of conformity. i just give it's a simple halachic example. A person comes to my shul, and we, we dive in Nusuch Ashkenaz, and he starts screaming out, We all want the Mashiach to come, no doubt about it. But it's inappropriate to scream out a Nusuch Svar if you're in Nusuch Ashkenaz' uh, shul, and of course, vice versa. There's a certain idea of conforming to a evil in which you find yourself. That's a simple example. Within Los Iskotodot, there's so many halachic minutiae and distinctions. Is it a midig? Is it a din? You know, I'll give an example. The Los do, as we heard before, from the perspective of the Zokin Mamre, he is he's ruling for others, something which is against the majority rule of the Bezna Godel at this time. We don't have a Bezna Godel nowadays, Nonetheless, if you look in the Sefer Echinuch, the Sefer Echinuch says that it applies even nowadays, and it applies even to somebody that goes against the <coughs> Eitzah, that's his word, of the Gedolim. But that, I believe, it goes against the universally accepted not, wisdom of the time, that all the individuals who belong to, who are entitled to a view as members of what we call the, the Chachme we sorrow, agree. agree. If they don't agree, which doesn't apply. You know, I, I was sad to see that, a rabbi whom I admire was writing about an individual who did not go along with the precise uh, guidelines in terms of the laws of, of Gerus. And it was a little bit more liberal in terms of uh, who could be accepted. He could he called him a Russia and puzzled the Dionis, but he didn't follow the Gdolin. Now, you understand very well that there can be different Gdolin. Not everyone that there, there can be different. This is not the politburo of the Soviet Union where it has to be unanimous. There could be a different Gedolam with different perspectives. And I thought it was very sad. To, to, uh, and I told him so. I, I, I think he went, went over the line in using that uh, description of, a, of an individual. I happened to think that the rabbi was right, that the other rabbi was wrong, but don't, don't call him a Russian because he doesn't listen to Gedolam. Even in halacha, a person who has knowledge, has to espouse his own opinion. We quoted the the Marashal. I'll quote you the Akdamah of Rav Moshe in his first volume, English Moshe. He said, "You know, I'm against this one, I'm against that one. Yeah, I have no choice. I have no choice. I, I have to look in the sources, and of course, he knew all the sources. He, have to, he writes nicely, without too much self being self complimentary. He knows he knows shas, and he's." He has what he called the, the Yerusha Mayim and the Covid Rosh. So he has to say his opinion. He never forces his opinion on anybody. That's my opinion. Others disagree with me. And anyone who's somewhat qualified has that obligation as well. They say from the Vilna Gom, that a person is not allowed to follow the Shulchan Aruch blindly. Not allowed to. I mean, you have to be someone who's entitled to an opinion. Once you're entitled to an opinion, really the it's required of you to express your opinion. So even in the world of, of, of Torah scholarship, we have this idea of coming together when it's possible, as was said before in the Beis Na'Gadol. Today, according to the there are some things where a consensus a consensus that every individual that we feel belongs to Chachmei Rishonim agrees on something, and someone else who we feel is not does not qualify. Lacking either the knowledge of all shas or the relative proportions of shas or the COVID roche or the as we understand it, he's not permitted to go against the consensus. And those who follow him should not be doing so. This is for a long, longer discussion. But I always say that there are individuals in our community who are following certain innovations which uh, perhaps the Chachmeyim and do not approve of, and maybe certain leniencies which are not accepted by the mainstream. And the question will be, you know, when they come to Shammayim, what will be their fate? It depends. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Shabbos, Rabbi had an outlaw of you. There was a bris on Shabbos. He chopped the wood may make a fire, make a knife. But you would yell, at Shabbos, what's going on over here? Shabbos. But there was no, at that point in time, for various reasons, there was no Bez Nagarul that convened to to overrule him. And the people in his city who did that, they weren't punished, they were rewarded. When the Romans made a against Mila, every single town had a except for his town. They were rewarded because by Saylak They had thereof, and thereof was certainly very qualified, was never overruled in the Beznagodl, and therefore they were rewarded for following thereof, even though it was against the majority and against of course against the ultimate the ultimate pshak. But they had a right to do that. So they came to Shemaim after 120, so what'd you do? On Shabbos, I saw you were lighting a fire and chopping wood and making a knife. What'd you do? Wernher Shalom, here's the man, Rabbi Eliezer. Uh, no problem. What about today in, in the year 2022? Some have the same, uh, I did this, this, <coughs> point to this rabbinical figure. So, this is my take. If the individual really thinks, really, sincerely thinks, that the rabbinical figure that he's following is like Rabbi Eliezer, I mean, Bidoro, But he is someone who belongs to the club, if you will, of Chachmiyah Masorah, I don't get a free pass, even though what he's doing I think is incorrect. But if he knows that's not really true, it's a religion of convenience, he has certain other, uh, other spirits that move him, which may not be in sync with the Torah, and he wants to pin it on, on the Rabbi, it won't work, because you're really following yourself. Not the rabbi. You, you chose that rabbi because he always said everything is mutter or, or everything is uh, it should be innovative et cetera, et cetera, Innovation is something which we do believe in. It's only in Torah absolutely believe in it. My Rebbe Rav Salavish was so much into what he called Chidushet Torah but he was opposed to Shinuyin. That's a, a, a delicate line where you uh, where you draw that line. It's not so simple. Not simple at all. The um, I'll end with the word on Hanukkah for a minute. Uh, the Medrash says that a person shouldn't say that I'm not going to light the Chanukah. It's not in the Torah. Don't say that. It's a mistake. Why? We find in the Torah itself that the Rabbanu listens to the to of What's the example that's given? The example that's given is Bayom HaShvi Nos <laughs> what, uh, what's going on but Menashe was older ah, we'll read in Pasha's Vayichid to which the have referred that Yaakov uh, Avinu put Ephraim before Menashe it says explicitly, he also put Ephraim in the Menashe and the Rebbe Hashem listened in, in the Midbar when he told men, a Ephraim to be marked before Menashe by the same token by the same token, should light Chanukah candles whoa, whoa, whoa. it's a connection the answer is as follows Yaakov Avinu was a known traditionalist. Avro, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, he followed the traditions. He was following his loyally his father and his grandfather. And yet he, the ultimate traditionalist, found a reason to make a switch for Ephraim and for Manasseh. Then a the Kalish says, We have to follow, like Hanukkah only someone who's a traditionalist, someone who Whose goal in life is to preserve the, the, the Ruach Yisrael Saba, as we call it. And therefore, they were Gedolly Torah who made significant innovations. I always give one example of the Chavetz Chayyin, of all the, the post he was the most traditionalist, the most consensus builder. When he said to do certain things which are different, such as women's education, things of this nature, someone who's so traditional, at the same time, he's the one who says you have to make a change. That's a change which should be followed. It's coming in the context of tradition. So it's, you know, if you will, it's individualism in the context of conformity. We conform to the halacha as it's given to us, and we have to make individual changes based on the time and the place. What's true for every Talmud in this yeshiva, what's true for the rabbinic leadership of the generations. So I bless you that you should always be traditionalists, conforming to the strict halachic guidelines that we were taught from Avosinu, Avos espouse your own individuality within the, the contours of the of the Tzibur. Don't be in violation of altifash at Tzibur. <clears throat> Find a Tzibur that's appropriate for you. Find a Rov. We can say I say the rav And this way, you'll be zocher to all wonderful things. You want to talk? Question twenty-one. 21.
0: What? you want to re- rebut you want questions I have a lot to rebut okay, <laughs> no just to add to, to our really saying oh. which uh, the problem is that we do programs together this you know people said that like there's not enough conflict you know <laughs> so, no, we try we, we, <laughs> you know we get all our confidence out of the Hadre but um, just to add to our willing saying and that is that you know even in the Halakha itself as he was alluding right then and, and That's really what I was trying to portray, you know, before, in terms of dialectic, is that there are all sorts of interesting models, you know, of, um, you know, what is considered to be, you know, an acceptable, individualistic, you know, either conduct or behavior, of minhag, or even halakha. So, for example, in, um, you know, we sometimes say in in post-gim, when there's no, that's not called, kimli kadasiakit. Or, but there are rules about, there's a whole fascinating literature about when you say "kimli like what stature does the yachid have to be? Can he really be only a yachid, or do you need at least, you know, that there be somebody else to you know, to determine that it isn't something that is completely idiosyncratic and then, you know, kind of not part of the of, of the mainstream. Um, so the, there's a whole uh, you know literature out there. Uh, you know, we everybody's familiar with the, the concept in Sages so and Sanhedrin. Um, you know, and tos b'dvar mishnah." You know, the toast bitvarmishna means we make like an egregious mistake, a clear mistake. Um, but toast bitvarmishna, but toast bitvarmishna, sorry, is a very fascinating category. It means basically there is like a way, like an accepted or more accepted methodology of how to like come to a certain conclusion. But there's also recognition, you know, that, you know, that isn't as ironclad. You know, and that people who disagree with it, you know, that it's a it's a debate about shikaladas. Um, it's not a factual mistake. You know, and under certain conditions, there can be room for that or or discussion in the Sukkah uh, and the mishnah and horios about you know, why is that shitos yachids were, you know, recorded, you know, in Mishnayas, and, and even what I mentioned before, but elu elu diber lekimchayim, you know, and you know um, how subtle or how like very, you know, basic. Could the arguments be so? There's a whole literature, you know, which is really um, reflects, you know, exactly what Ervili um, really was trying to. This idea of being a, you know, a an individualist within uh, within the Masora, um, you know, somebody who has a voice and who you know, <coughs> whose voice is identified, but at the same time, you know, the rules and the methodology, and also his goal is not to be an individual. His goal is to seek. You know, truth, and there's a certain, you know, for that reason, humility. You know, there's a lot of discussion about. Uh, you know, the Gemara says that sometimes, you know, mostly we pass like Kilal over Shammai or Beis Hillel over Beis Shammai. You know, because of their, um, you know, they had uh, great better etiquette. You know, they used to quote uh, Beis Shammai. Uh, you know, they used to quote the the you know, the 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 Shita that that was against them first. Uh, you know, it's a very strange phenomenon. You know, uh, etiquette is a wonderful thing and uh, humility is, is, you know, is even more you know, wonderful than etiquette. Uh, but nobody, you know, really thinks that the substance of psa should be determined by either etiquette or by humility. But, um, you know, clearly the idea is, and then subsequently I found this, that the Maral says this uh, in one of his farm as well, not exactly the same way, but almost the same way, and that is that you know when a person is uh, has greater humility um, and greater respect for other people's opinions, so then his um, tenacious clinging to his own view um, is all the more impressive. Meaning when you're open-minded and respectful of um, deos, you know Kolkos, um, you know so then uh, that that also expands your credibility, you know, and also just your you know your your learning and your are shamayim, you know, in a way that is a substantive factor, you know, in uh, in determining, you know, um, uh, what the p'sak should be. So th- I think these are all, you know, within the tradition. In addition to, you know, this dialectic and the dialectic expressing itself in, in different ways, in different contexts, which also is 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 full of meaning. Um, the idea that this is like a you know, it's structured in, it's endemic to the the question of how much of individual, how much conformity, you know, this is, you know, from the time of uh, the Avos, frankly, you know, um, and certainly since the time of Moshe Rabbeinu and, and, you know, when there was Machlokas, whether it was about, you know, um, you know, sugyas and interpretation or about conduct and policy um, or just, you know, personal expression, as you know, was referring to. Like, these are old issues, that doesn't mean that there aren't new wrinkles on them um, you know, times are always challenging, every generation you know, has its wrinkles and can't ignore them but it's also important always to keep, you know, these frameworks and, and, um, and these perspectives um, you know, are very um, they're all relevant, you know, and it's a traditional way, you know, to determine, you know, um, how much tradition and how much, you know, um, non-tradition, you know, is appropriate. So, um, these are challenging issues, but <clears> they're <coughs> issues in which we, Baruch Hashem, have a very strong mesorah as well.
1: I yeah, have a suggestion, Rabbi Bacon. Did you, you want to have, have, have questions? People have a question, I but I have a suggestion first. Have are Am I, willing, I, a suggestion. I have a suggestion. Yeah, okay. I said, at at tibur. Yeah. So many people washed, and suddenly we'll have to leave. Why okay. don't they bench first, and then we'll have the questions. Those want to say. Okay, there
0: like a need to I'll leave a few minutes. I'm very knocked We always start exactly on time. Finish on time. But, you know, okay. since we have Herb Willig here, it's yeah. not, you know, I'm it's saying, but. It's an extension <laughs> of Talmud Torah. pause the recording the
1: bench? So much of the benching quickly. Is there a Cohen in there? It's actually,
0: It's easier to feel like you're part of a seaboard when you're in Irish Um I was wondering if the if, if, uh, relationship we the could speak about. Um, differences that factors like gulos and um, and Kutzlaritz play into the balance they need to have for individuality. and conformity. Um, I I think that's true, and it's not just experientially. I think it's also fundamentally true. Um, again, part of the concept of Eretz Yisrael is, uh, you know, very much encapsulated by the Gemara in Horios. You know, kahal Yisrael shem Eretz Yisrael, I think we call, kahal Yisrael shem loic recall, which uh, is stated in context of Parhon-Davrashal-Tzibor, uh, um, the majority of, of uh, members of, Yis- of people in Kala Yisrael who live in Eretz Yisrael dictate or determine whether or not, like, a one to'us of Besdin um, is going to, you know, result in a single korban for Kala Yisrael or, or individual korbanos. So the Gemara says it depends on, you know, if there's a majority, and the majority is defined by Eretz Yisrael and then they have that line, recall And in general, I think there's just a tremendous amount of um, of evidence that um, you know that Eretz Yisrael's role in many um, issues is um, you know a way of accentuating like the Tsibor, you know aspect of things. That the 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 famous Sifrei in Parshas Ekev, which uh, caused so much. Um, controversy that Rashi quotes and the Ramban quotes and the Ritz Frey basically seems to say you know that um, you know that we do mitzvot and chutzlaurets, you know including the, you know tefillin and, and mezuzah you know so that when we return to Heretz Yisrael we'll be you know have the proper chinook to implement them there so that's of course tamu'a bioter. you know they the gro'an kol Eliyahu, I guess was so unhappy with this that he you know, suggested a clever, you know, Rashi Tevos, you know, explanation, but it doesn't really work because the Roshetevos don't work in the Sifrei. You know, something like Isru Maesros or you know, uh, you know or, um, of and you know, or Hafrishu Truma instead of Hanichu Tefillin, and you know, Asu Mezuzah or something like that. Right. But it, it reflects how unhappy he was with the Sifrei, and and there's good reason to be unhappy. The Bei has a piece on many people are. are it's very difficult to Chobas agavra, or aguf to say that. The only reason you do them in Chotzal is But I'll give you my quick take. And that is that it's based on Pasuk in Vahoyim Shamoah. So what I always try to say is, um, as going back to what I said a little earlier, parsha of Shema is in Lashon Yachid, and the parsha of Vahoyim Shamoah is you know, Rabin. I think what the Sifrei is saying is that, you know, from a Vahoyim Shamoah point of view, from a Tsibor point of view, even individual mitzvos that you do take on, like a certain seaborg added element, you know, in in Eretz Yisrael that you don't have in Chutzla, not that when you do it in Chutzla, it's, it's only chinuch, but from that point of view, from the seaborg components on it. Um, and in general, you know, the, if you look at the mitzvos at sibor beyond like uh, mitzvos at um, you know, proper, trumus, ma'asrus, you know, uh, you know, chala, you know, Bikurim, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, the, you know, the bigger, you know, what the rabbi used to call, in the name of his father, the shame Eretz Yisrael mitzvos. you know, uh, Kiddush HaChodesh and Egla Rufa and Smicha. you know, uh, why are they connected to Eretz Yisrael? And I think the answer is, we'll discuss this and get into a little bit at some point, is that it's all uh, based on this idea that, um, you know, living in Eretz Yisrael, the national headquarters of the Jewish people, is, is a further way of cementing you know, um, that seaborg that component. I think, you know, it, it's intended to be that way. And that's why, I like, Navua and there's a, you know, a school in terms of Kavura, you know, all national institutions of Jewish life, um, if they don't require Eretz, Yisrael, require Eretz Yisrael, at least they, you know, there's a, there's a, um, uh, a preference, uh, in some cases, even a Ma'akev preference, if it's possible, you know, to Eretz Yisrael. So it isn't just, you know, uh, the way it works out, you know, and, and it's not just a modern manifestation. I think that's part of the Yisod of, of Eretz Yisrael as a, you know, we get this question a lot, and this is not the topic right now, but like, uh, you know, um, following, you know, your individual you know, um, aspirations in life, and, you know, as opposed to making Aliyah, you know, and how you weigh those two things, and What I always try to add to the mix a little bit is, in addition to, like, you know, two different mitzvos, two different factors, you know, each of which is very significant, you feel you can contribute more, but on the other hand, living in Eretz Yisrael. But there's also, as I think, an internal aspect, and that is that life in Eretz Yisrael is also about furthering, you know, um, the interests of Qal Yisrael, you know. And that's why it's more complicated too. if you feel you can further the interests of cholester in and Kutzlar, it's you know it's almost like an equivalent like we but we find expressions in in Farshim that say oh if you're working for the Tzibor on behalf of the Tzibor you know in Chutzlar it's like being an Artist. what does that mean it's like being an artist strong in this aspect it's like being an artist so I do think that um, for sociological pragmatic you know reasons for sure you feel that more you know the it's a Jewish state, uh, you know, um, we're, we're reliant upon ourselves in terms of security. There's a greater sense of, you know, common destiny and, and practically just, you know, uh, everything that happens there is so magnified in terms of its impact on the people who live there. But that it totally conforms with um, the Halakha's perspective of what Eretz Israel is really all about. Um, but that doesn't mean living in Laaretz that, you know, that we're exempt you know, from that part of Lichtenstein, Zechariah Brachis always tell me that when he goes to, um, you know, when he comes to America, you know, he always speaks about Eretz Yisrael and, you know, the you know Sibur aspect of, uh, you know, being a member of uh, Kalah Yisrael. He says that when he's in Eretz Yisrael, he always speaks about, against, you know, Shlilata Gola, you know, um, and he ex- tries to, you know, also explain how there are certain the contributions of the Gola in terms of you know, Hamasora, and, and also you know, Bismanenu. Some of the great, you know, opportunities and, and and developments, you know, that have taken place, you know, um, outside of Eretz Yisrael. Both of these things are true. A real manig, you know, does that. He doesn't do the. In other words, you don't cater to the people, you know, of where you are. You try to kind of expand the vision of uh, of people where they're not. Um, so I think it's true what you're describing and, you know, it's in uh, Chutzar, it's more important you know, I, I, I accept, I think Arlachim's Sahara was a great one, um, you know not that we would have Shlilat you know, here, that would also not make sense but, but you know, to emphasize those elements and to be very acutely sensitive and aware because they are more we're not living that halakhically in the same acute way and we're also just culturally uh, part of a different uh, world and, and you know, the melting pot of America and, and so on and so forth you can, you can lose sight of that and it is much more individually focused uh, people's careers and you know, their, their individual um, you know, uh, development uh, and the narrative show is different but I think you need to emphasize both of these are elements that are overlapping and they're constant and they're dialectical and they all
1: need to be emphasized at all times said one word that, uh, as I'll say, that Kali, Astral, or Abrams, started when they went into terrorist Israel. Right. Till then, we were just individuals. We came there, we're units, and we're together. We're in it together. That's clearly Eretz Astral, and you see here. Clearly, no question about it. When something bad happens, as sadly it has from time to time, there's this tremendous unity. All, all segments come together. In America, it's more difficult to achieve that.
0: This framing initiative and creativity within Sakala Halacha and within Helu does that limit these uh, expressions to those areas or are there other areas? And even past, like maybe what the other Rab describes Chuva and the creativity that's needed for that, um, are there appropriate
1: expressions of, of creativity outside of, like, Limit Torah or Chodesh torah and Sakalatha Or is it specifically in those realms that we invite creativity
0: well, I think those are very obvious ones, and also they're very central ones. But no, I mean, I mentioned, for example, the you know, the Rambach's comment in Pirush Hashem'shah in the end of Makos, which is not about Talmud Torah. It's about uh, it's about mitzvahs. You know, it's about uh, finding, uh, you know, what's uh, your, your nofech mishalcha, you know, that is significant to you. You know, uh, some people are, you know, uh, tzedaka. you know, tzedakah. Uh, you know, that's their mitzvah. And for other people, it's, uh, you, know, um, you know, noy mitzvah, or tzvillin, or mezuzah, or mikvohs, or, I mean, the idea of, like, you know, um, finding a mitzvah that partic- that you feel is either neglected or is particularly meaningful to you symbolically, or just, you can't even articulate it, but you're, you're just drawn to it. So, no, I don't think it's limited to Kamatara. And I think the full range of, you know, the concept of Zekeli von made. You know, his uh, snarl the fun of a fundamental it's a very individual. The idea of aesthetics and, and you know how you do mitzvahs. I mean, we also say zakeili vabeol and keavi varamenu. So you have the mesora part, but then you have you know zakeili. This is a way of like you know um, stamping. So that, that's in shmiras and mitzvah's. And, and when I speak about even Talmud Torah and shmiras mitzvot, I think that there is also you know um, like a broader meaning of what that is. You know, frankly, also. And, um, you know, that includes, you know, Shamayim and, 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 you know, other things that, or the interface, you know, with other parts of your existence that can be, if they're, you know, integrated in the right way, that can be part of Avodah Hashem. You know, we're talking in our you about Yathotorim Darach or, you know, Manoah um, Ilanzeb, you know, you know uh, but not if it's Matshik's, you know, Mishnaso, but... Um so I think in all aspects of life the halakha recognizes, you know, the individual's potential individual stamp on impermature let's say, on things, and even and even contribution and even perspective. You know, as long as, you know, it doesn't come from like, oh, this this consciousness so much what Rabbi Ullig was speaking about before. Like there are people who are just very drawn in their you know, whether it's the culture in which we live, which now especially promotes this, but like, oh, you have to make your mark, you have to, like, attract attention like, what's your <laughs> you know, personal you know, profile you know, the, the, the human ego, you know, feeds that and, and sometimes cultures, you know um, you know, really push it even more, we're in a state of culture right now, where that's really um, so, uh, you know, the, 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 the human nature part, you know, which is the good part of the Yetzirah you know, the ego, you know, to make your mark, that, that can be a good thing, if harnessed properly. But, you know, there's a very fine line between, like, that being done constructively or, like, you know, just being an attention seeker or, you know, I'm a maverick, I, you know, to garner attention. And that, that's something which is, you know, it's from one to the other is a very, very small step. Halachically, uh, hashkafically, you know, that's the line between actually being very constructive Non-conformism and being like totally, you know, kind of almost like self-worship and, and you know, practically about a czar. But I do think in all areas, you know, there's the potential, to properly,
1: you know, to, to, to make a mark. I second the motion, but I have to go say sheer mm-hmm. Okay. A pleasure as always. You know, okay.
0: All right. So just give me one second uh, for those who are. People could just clean up from their stuff.
1: Can we establish public?